Alright, welcome guys. Here are Chris and Jason. This is the boys uh, podcast. Round, what, three now? Four? I don't know. I, I lose count. We I'll do this honest. every single time. Same same thing. It's pretty jokes. You know what? If you want, really want to know, check out our SoundCloud. You and should. <laughs> check out our SoundCloud. That's right. And you can count the amount of videos we have up. Um, yeah, so what's going on, man? I don't know. Welcome to. I feel like I, feel, I haven't seen you for one day, and I feel like it's been like a year. Yeah, no, it's been. Chris and I spent some time this weekend with a bunch of our buddies. It's uh, it was Chris's birthday. We had a time. Yeah, so we hit the falls, weekend. Niagara Falls, uh, Canada side, way better than American side. I, I don't think you have to. We don't have enough listeners to explain where we've been. That's true. In Fine. that depth, like, we have like like six people. For now. For now. For now. For now. But no, we we did we went to the falls, had a time. Uh, we had a we had booth bottles at Dragonfly, some club that uh, down by the Falls View Casino. Yeah, we did good. The only thing I'm pissed off about is that I did not win at the casino. Yeah, I don't think anyone won. Uh, you know what? I think Brandon Brandon doubled. Yeah, so did Tom. Not Tom, Tom doubled. Tom doubled. Oh yeah, he bet on Mueller's right after. No, right after. Mueller. Right after Mueller. Yeah, that's what happens with roulette. Yeah, just lucky day. Yeah, oh, we had a good time though. You know what I. This weekend made me realize how lucky I am to have the friends that I do. Oh, yeah. Because we had such a good fucking time. And, and I, I feel like our, our group of friends, like, regardless of how many years go by... Yeah. We're, we're like, we're like brothers than, than more than oh, friends. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, the funny thing is, every so often, we hate each other. Like, everybody, like... Completely normal. Yeah. Like, it's totally fine. Yeah. Uh... We've been, we've been, we've been, fuck, we've been all hanging out since grade, what, seven, eight, even yeah, before Yeah, like, mixed in a us. few, like, here and there, but, yeah, no, we're, we're, we're pretty good like that. Like, there are times where, like, I know you guys hate me, and I'm like, yeah, you know what, I've been an asshole. Like, it's never just, like, <laughs> we're never just, like, oh, I hate you for no fucking reason. It's, no. you've been a dick, I hate you, <laughs> but it's never, like, I don't want to hang out with you and shit. We're always pretty good, like, it's, you know, like, there are times I, like, I fucked up. Richard hated me for two years. Yeah, there was some. There was some disputes. There, there, there was over, there was a there was a dark period over some women. Yeah, but but uh, you know what? I've realized it is not worth it, and I had to learn. You know what? I'm a guy who learns the hard way with everything. That's okay though. Yeah, you know what? I I learned the hard way, and I've I've I learned my lesson. Like it's it all worked out for the best, anyways. Yeah. But you know what though? Like we again, like we had such a good time, and it was such an easy. Like everyone kind of just got along. Like we're. We're just good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I hear people tell me stories of all their friends and, and the shit that goes on. The, and the I'm like, drama. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, you know what? The most our drama is, is someone got left out of golf. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, <laughs> uh, which, which I hate when we have an odd number for golf. Or like, pick, fi- like five people are in on golf and it's yeah. like, ah, oh, fuck. Or picking which hockey game to watch on what, on what day. Yeah. Or, <laughs> yeah. Like, the, the most mad I've been at you guys in the longest time was... When I wanted to go to Toronto for the home opener, <laughs> and we didn't, and we, and we couldn't go because they had to go to ball hockey. <laughs> That's the most hockey. mad I've been in like four years at anyone because <laughs> I really wanted to go. Uh, but that's alright. Yeah, that's alright. But you know what? Oh, how was your Mother's Day? I forgot to ask you. Uh it was good. I, I mean, I, I came home a little late, so I missed the the family lunch uh, lunch at Swish LA. Oh yeah, and a few pictures. But hey, I, you know, I, um, no, it was good. It was good. That's alright. I your uh, mama. Uh, me and Jen, my sister, split on uh, like a mani pedi. Oh yeah, kind of yeah, thing. So right. summer's coming up. Figured she might like that. That's alright. 
Now, I don't know about you, but personally, I always leave Mother's Day planning to, like, the last minute. I, I did nothing. You did nothing. Julia did, like, she did everything. I mean, it is my birthday weekend. True. So I got a pass. That's fair. I was... But I, you get a pass every year. I, I do, because I was born so close to Mother's Day. So it's fantastic. Father's Day, I put in work. But Mother's Day, my sister kind of took the reins and did everything. Yeah. And I just got to enjoy my mother's company. What did you guys get to this? Uh, my Julia took her out shopping. Shopping? Yeah, so Frank gave her the, the gold card and said, go nuts. And That's nice. She went nuts. Everyone loves a shopping street. Yeah. But it worked out really nicely because me and my father... Got to sit down, watch the final round of the Players' Championship, which was nuts, by the way. Which we'll get back Absolutely. to. Yeah, we'll get back we to that. We'll get back we to have that. to talk about that. And we ended up going to Golf Town and shopping. And me and Frank, we were sitting there at Golf Town, and I said, you know, how the hell did we pull this off? Like, we are... <laughs> on Mother's Day. Yeah, on Mother's Day, we got to watch golf and go shopping for golf stuff. Like, it was, we were sitting there trying out wedges. Frank almost bought a wedge. Then he bought a hat. And we had a good time. We had a good time. Gotta love, uh, gotta love the golf season. Yeah, you know what? I think that was the best... For for any guys out there, fathers who are ever going to listen to this, if you can somehow coerce your wife to go shopping with your daughter on Mother's Day, that's the way to go. Because you know what? You get you do your breakfast thing, you give her the gift, you send them out on your way, and you get to watch the Players' Championship and relax. You know what? Me and Frank almost went golfing. Yeah? Yeah, we were, we were, we were outside, and it was, it was way too hot to go. Like, Frank, yeah. he can't golf in the heat because he's bald and overweight. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be there in like five years too I can't say shit <laughs> yeah. but we were outside we were about to go golfing and he goes oh, it's too hot we'll wait but we were going to go golfing on Mother's Day I think normally I think we would have got our asses kicked but I think one year uh, my family like sister dad and mom we went golfing yeah yeah, yeah. on Mother's Day oh yeah on Mother's Day on Mother's Day we did that like three or four years ago it was funny yeah. we did we, it at uh, Oak Gables we went yeah to, that's actually. what we did too yeah. Oak Gables because that's yeah. when I had the, the memberships there yeah right yeah, but yeah. uh no, I wanted to, I want to do that a lot, and even Julia wants to do it, my sister. But my mom, with all that back pain she has, yeah. The last time we went, I think she threw her back out. Like I don't even like she's. It's tough. Too. Yeah, it's like tough. she's. Yeah, it's, that's the thing. It's she's probably okay to go. It's just we're we don't want to hurt her, and yeah. it's more for our benefit. Because mini putting is much more. Mini putting is much. There. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I definitely agree. So you know what? Let's let's get talking to the Players Championship because this Player really Championship. this really fired me up. So I'm sure if anybody watched, you would understand or you would know. Uh, one, Ricky Fowler ended up winning the tournament, which was surprising a little. Like he had. And a, this is my point. Why is it surprising? Well, I feel like he came out of nowhere. I mean, I didn't watch the rest of them. I only saw a little. You are where he came into the PGA Tour as the, the number one ranked amateur. Yeah. This guy. How, how many years ago was that now? He's 26 now, so I think I, I gotta say it was like four or five years ago, I, yeah. something like that. But he was—I remember when he came in. He had that long Zac Efron hair, yeah, look, dressed all in orange, all in orange, and he was—he was good. Like he wasn't winning tournaments at 20. No, like, he wasn't speed or anything, but he was good. Yeah, and everyone kind of just said it's only a matter of time. It's only—now it's been five years. And, but so he, he hasn't won that much in he, the meantime. He had Majors. won one major. I think it was the Wells Fargo or something. Yeah, and. I don't follow the minors too much. No, no. But, you know, the players is widely regarded as the fifth major. Right. In quotes. But uh, there was that thing about him being overrated. Yeah. You heard about that, right? I, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So he got, they. it was a, uh, an anonymous poll with the players. And it was, you know, who do you think is the most overrated player? Which, by the way, is a stupid, stupid yeah, fucking thing. I don't know why someone would have started that at all. It's... 
that, that's what bugs me about media. Like, I know I'm going to be a media person, but... You got to do it right. Like, you got to respect yeah, your, your, like you're, your you're, you're looking for a story, and you're, you're fish. That's why I wore Bass Pro Shop today. You're fishing for a story. <laughs> and, like, it's just stupid. But anyway, I, I'm so happy for him that he pulled this off. Me too. It's just, been, it's been, I think this will help him to get back in momentum. Yeah. Games. Oh yeah. Like the players isn't, it's nothing to, you know, it's, it, it's, it's not like it's a nothing tournament. Like this is, you get the best players in the world. Here. Yeah. It's a, it's a high, high yeah. profile tournament. For and sure. TPC is a tough course. Grass. It's, it's tough. The one thing that, uh, it's, it's not long, but you got to play golf properly. Okay. So let's just look at the scores for a second. Yeah. Uh, the last, I think it was the last major. Was it the Masters? Mm-hmm. They were in the minus, what minus under twenty or, or something. Yeah, Spieth was close. Like he was up there. Minus eighteen, I think yeah. he finished eighteen or seventeen. Yeah. Um, what Fowler finished minus twelve? Yeah, they, everyone they, they, under all that three was tied at minus twelve. Yeah, they weren't even in. Everyone, the next person was minus eight or nine, I think. Yeah, it was kind of at one point it was like minus eleven for like seven guys. Yeah, and then everyone kind of there was a little bit of parity after that. So it seemed like they had a tough time a little bit. Again, it's it's a course where just from watching it all week or all weekend at least, you know, you've you've really got to place your shots. Like there's not if you miss the fairway, you're you're in a real tough predicament. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's not like some courses you can miss the fairway and you still get good looks. Pete Dye, who was the guy who designed the course, is a sinister bastard. <laughs> He is, like, this was his baby. This was, like, I was watching something about TPC. They call it the stadium course because it was built for people to watch. And they, they built this course all around the, you know, the, the rising interest in the in golf. and the, this, It's becoming right. a spectator sport right. now. And, they, you know, they built it for that to have all the, the, the stands and everything. Right? Yeah. But Pete Dye also, they let him have his way with it. And that's why, you know, they were saying, we want this to be an exciting course. And they said, you know, make it as as crazy and as fucked up as you think you should. Uh, hence hole can. number 17. Exactly. Right? Like, the, you've got... The, probably the most famous hole in golf. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. But, uh, you know, and that's the thing. That's what makes it so exciting is, like, it's one of those things where it's, it's built... The course was built for the utmost excitement in golf. Yeah. Where you've got 17, where everyone sits there and it's, it's a crapshoot, really. Yeah. Like, I... The funny thing is, think about how many times we're like two feet off on the right, and we're like, "Oh, that's a great shot." It's in the water at TPC. Yeah, on, on that hole, very easily, or or your five yards uh, pass. Yeah, five yard pass, five yard short, but you're still a little easy chip. You got to really be able to put the ball where it, you want it to go. Yeah, and yeah. And, and play your your game plan, I guess. Yeah. Right. That's exactly what Fowler like on in the playoff. He put it within what was it four 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 feet eight inches was his final putt to win it. You know what? He, Sniped. I'm pretty upset because uh, CBC or NBC or whatever place uh, channel took over the the broadcast after golf. The golf channel stopped. Yeah. Um, right before the playoff, they stopped streaming it. Oh yeah. So I missed the whole playoff. And and <sighs> that's probably, you missed. Like how could they stop streaming it at that time? A show. So now I'm gonna have to check back YouTube and see. Yeah, yeah. It was <laughs> it was nuts. Like I felt bad for Sergio because he. I really, really wanted climbed. Sergio to win that. He's won it before. He's been in playoffs, and he's he's the only person to ever have five top or five top ten finishes or five top five finishes or something like that. Like he's the players is his baby, but just because of what happened with Ricky Fowler, then the overrated thing, right? Yeah, and, and so the, it's kind of like a, a Cinderella story almost. Essentially, yeah, it was, it could not have been better timing. Well, good for him. And 
the real winner in all this is Ricky Fowler, even if he had lost, because did you see his girlfriend? No, I didn't. She's a model. That, look, uh, look her up. Um, I can't remember. Alexis Randock. We are heading to Google right now. Oh, man. Yeah, she's something else. I Not feel like Ricky Fowler is real short, and she looks real tall. Yeah. Well, okay, look at... Go up and, and look at... Uh, you'll see it on there. I think I put it in the group. Their kiss. After he won. Uh, in our group? In the, yeah, in the Google Hangouts. Oh, no, no. It's... No. Uh, I sent it to Tom. Never mind. <laughs> Just go to, go to YouTube and type in Ricky Fowler... Ricky Fowler kiss. Alright, let's see... Uh, let's see what... Oh. This, is, this is my version of relationship goals. He makes the putt... Goes down and just balls his model girlfriend. <laughs> that is what I want to do. Like if, like Good for him. Yeah, like it was the most like in on live. Like the whole crowd in the background's like, Ooh! like <laughs> it was the most romantic thing. And I, I'm a little bit of a softy for romance. That, you know? That's and probably it, a bigger trophy than than. Well, <laughs> I, I don't know. The 1.8 million dollars is pretty nice too. But I mean, you don't you don't get the model. Without the trophy in the, the yeah, I guess that, that's the staying power that's right the, there. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's an endless cycle of just <laughs> that's fantasticness. Oh, good for Fowler. Uh, so you were actually watching, and I guess there was some some drills or tips that they were giving out. Yeah, I read something interesting yesterday because this is this has been a really big golf weekend for me. Um, well, the one oh, they were showing Sergio, right? And Sergio bombs his ball. He he's he, got a swing. He, he has an absolute rocket of a swing. But they were showing him hitting down on the ball, and it was a, some ridiculous steep angle that he hits down on the ball. So he's not really rounding a swing. It's it's very a sharp... Yeah, it's a very sharp... And sharp it, down he's through. trapping the ball, and it's really, really bizarre. And and, I, and you think this is this is most likely how he he's able to hit that far? Yeah, he's putting... I, I read something in Score Golf the other day, or uh, yesterday, actually, where they were talking about, you know, putting 80% of your weight on your front foot and hitting down on the ball. And there was a drill they showed that was putting a, like a, an empty can of Coke or something underneath your left foot. And when you swing, you're supposed to crush the can. We kind of did it over here in your basement. I mean, we didn't have a club in our hand. We didn't... Or a can. Or a ball. Or Yeah. You know what I mean? But it, it looked strange. A little strange. It felt weird because I think, you're, I think we were focusing too much on actually crushing the can. Yeah. And not That's, just letting your foot be raised a little bit. I want to I wanna go try, the, try my luck at, uh, at the driving range and see what would happen. I mean, we would need like a... Like a recycling bin full of cans, but <laughs> I, I would love to try it out because it was very interesting to me. Because I'm I'm a guy when I swing, I'm very. I was always told to be balanced. Balance yeah. your weight. Yeah. Balance everything. Balance your pressure, and have a smooth. Yeah. Smooth, smooth follow through, right. whatever pendulum, right? And I, you know, I can I can understand when you're when you're leaning towards the front foot. I can understand you can feel the power. They they, they use the term. Use the ground for power. Right, right, and that is where your swing should power power should come from, yeah. right? Your the ground or your hips. Yeah, exactly. Not your but, arms. But you can you can certainly feel it. Like if you stand up and even just you know line up normally and then line up with most of your power on your front foot. Yeah. You can feel how much more explosive your swing would be, and that's not even with a with a club in your hand. You can feel the power you're generating. All right, so let's let's say this next. Or during this week, we'll go to the range and we'll try these drills out, and, yeah. and we'll see. I want to. I want to test it out because I I have changed my swing and I bitch my balls now. And you know I, what? I am, I, am, I am more accurate. Let's make a deal then. I, I will actually record these drills right. and, and and we'll kind of do an analysis on that. I'm see, done. See yeah, it's like 
I want to see what's going on. I can finally use my little swing analyzer. <laughs> this piece of shit. You know what? <laughs> it was a great product, and I used it for about three days, and I haven't looked. I don't even know where it is right now. <laughs> Jeez. Oh man. See, I'm a, I'm a technology freak, and I, I like to buy the latest thing, and and, and I think oh, they're speaking of technology. Okay, yeah, let's go. Um, I get, there's a thing in score golf. We can go get like a million of these things. It's like a little thing you're supposed to put on your club face, yeah. on your six iron or something, and it's like a it's literally like a like a piece of plastic or something. You put it on there, and you hit the ball five times, and then you can upload that. I think I believe you scan it, and it goes on to you upload the picture to. Um, I think it's like TaylorMade or something, and it show, it shows you where you're hitting the ball, and it shows it's supposed to analyze your like it's like a free quick analyzer, like a stri- ball striking, yeah, a ball thing? striking thing, like showing you where you're hitting the ball, and then it's it's an, it's an advertising thing where it shows you how much better the club would make you hit, right? But it's still, it still it can help you, yeah, find your balance. It's, it's interesting, yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah, I'll definitely check that out. Yeah. Can you just print it off or? Uh, I got it in the magazine, but I'm sure that you could print it off on the website as well. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty neat. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I figured. You might get a kick out of that. Yeah. Uh, any, anything that's kind of out there and a little unique? I mean, I bought this little weightlifting band for my arm that's supposed to... You did? Yeah. Last year I bought it. and Did, did it work? It works. It works pretty well. Um, I'm just too lazy to go to the gym every single day, and then I don't really see the benefit from it. Yeah, I'm surprised. you got a lot of time in your hands now that you're done. I know. You have not gone to the gym. But you know what? I, if, <laughs> how are, you, was, are you paying for membership? No. Oh, no. no. Oh, okay, well then. No. I See, say, I, ha- I had a free gym membership with the school, and now that I'm not really in the school anymore, I'm only here for another two months. I don't know if yeah, it's worth it's it. Not worth it. I-, I did some digging. Gym memberships. Let's just let's just start there for a second. Gym I memberships really are getting you, I got, stupid. I have extreme man boobs. I don't know how to tell you this. <laughs> I, I have no input. He's really. not a seasoned vet when it comes to gyms. I am but not. Pokemon gyms, yes. Real gyms, no. <laughs> I've spent some time at the gym in the last few years, and you know what? I was paying ten. Dollars a month plus tax. That's not bad for for a, a bare bones gym. Uh, and I come back to Hamilton, and it's fifty dollars a month for the same thing. Well, that short period of time where I was actually a good life, I think I paid twenty four dollars bi weekly. That's that. Yeah, that's it's ridiculous. Insane. Yeah, it's it's not worth it, man. You figure like okay, there's no service fees or anything. Like no. all you're doing is moving iron. Yeah, <laughs> moving weights. I and nobody helps me either. That's the worst thing. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> but I would pay $50 a month for maybe like a free consult every once a month of a personal trainer maybe. But even if there were guys just floating around. Yeah, just giving tips. Yeah, just being like like somebody I could ask. Like, like a customer service representative. Like, like a sales <laughs> associate gym. or something. Because a personal trainer is like, they bill you at like $100 an hour or something yeah. stupid like that. Yeah, I'd rather be fat. Yeah, let's you just, know what? Let's just take that in for a second. I, I'd rather be fat than pay $100 an hour for a personal trainer. <laughs> I, I I agree. I, I mean, the th- feedback that I had for Mother's Day yesterday <laughs> trumps any time I've been to the gym. I I think that's the beauty of, like, the internet and YouTube, too. Like, you don't really need a personal trainer anymore. If no, but you know what? If it, you're a rookie. You know what? Yeah, but you, the thing is, like, like for me, like, I'm a rookie. Well, I'll be honest. I need someone. Like, it's one thing if you show me how to do it. It's like watching a golf swing. I can watch Tiger's golf swing. And you can't, and I you can, can't I can, replicate. And you it. can't replicate it, and yeah. that's the thing. Like it's, I, I can watch a guy lifting weights, right. but when I'm watching myself do it in the mirror, it look yeah okay, it looks the same. But I might be over this way a little bit, over to the left, or yeah. right, I might not be straight. Uh, I'd rather have someone physically touching me, saying okay, now do it, now do you know what I mean? Like, 
And you know what? Some some people at the gym do help you. Like if if um, if I'm at the gym and, and someone asks for my help, I'd be happy to help them on form. Oh yeah. Uh, on something that I know about. So like a bicep girl, I'm pretty confident there. But some people get real uptight about it, and I think that's why it doesn't happen so often. Like some guys lifting like three quarters of the way of a bicep curl and not really getting any progress from it because he's not lifting right. This form's yeah. bad. You go up to him and ask them if you'd like a tip or show them how to do it, and they're too proud. And that's yeah. the, that's the problem with people at the gym. I think some some of them are just too proud to yeah. accept help. Although I've been at the I've been at the driving range before, right? And a guy will be blowing his fucking elbow to the left, right? And it's like, yo, hold your elbow in, and they're like, no, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, it's like, okay, too proud. But I've also had people come up to me and be like, oh, you know, close your face a little bit, or you know. Uh, that's you the know, best when yeah. the local pro, the the, the, the shop pro. I don't comes mind when around. it's the guy. Like I, I agree. Like when there's something that I've that I know works for me, it's I get it. Yeah, everyone can be better, but you always think that your way is that's what works. Yeah. But there have been times where you know I, I couldn't hit my driver worth shit, and the the some guy comes up to me and goes, "Hey, try the, you know put your thumb over or whatever." That, that thumb thing saved me from a huge hook. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can't do it because I think I I almost broke my thumb. <laughs> The one time, like, it was... That's because you guys hold the club kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah, that, that is true. I do, I do the finger lock. That took me forever to figure You still do, you do that now? Yeah, yeah. Took me forever, because... See, I started really young with it. When I first started that, I was chunking balls still, and I would fucking... It felt like I was going to break my finger. Like, my entire <laughs> hand was just in so much pain afterwards. Now I've, I've got it down pretty well, but... A couple of our buddies hold it like a baseball bat. Oh, I used to. It used to work really well. See, I could never do it. I, yeah. I feel like my wrists flopped around, and I just never had. Yeah, the... no. I, I have to admit, the finger lock is really nice. But again, back to this whole thing. You know, I, I get the whole thing about being proud, but when it's when it's the guy, when it's the head pro. Because I remember when, I, when we were at Oak Gables, they had we were at the driving range, and they had the the guy who did all the lessons. He was just walking around giving free tips. Yeah. But because he's the pro, he knows what he's doing. He's the guy who works there. I took his. You trust his. Judgment. I trust his judgment, and I yeah. know that, you know, he's just not some crackpot on the golf course doing whatever, right? Right. Same thing at the gym. If somebody comes up to me and goes, "Hey, you know, you know, tuck your balls behind your ass or something like that," I'd be like, "No." But if if the guy who works there, you know, wearing the good life shirt, was doing that, and I would I would much rather pay the fifty dollars and have that, you know, accessible. Yeah. Then. Going in there just guessing. You know, I would even accept the help from, like, someone who is, like, visibly a pro. Oh, if I, if I saw somebody who was... Like, if Hulk Hogan walks in... And, yeah, I'm going to be like, says, Hulk, how'd you do it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like if I see Tiger at the golf course and he goes, hey, you know, step back a foot. I'm going to be like, yes, sir. That's like back, if, that's like if Arnold Schwarzenegger walks in and tells you how to do a... a, a, a a freaking Arnold press. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna listen. That's Even though like, he doesn't work there. Yeah, guy, you know it's it's named after the damn guy. Yeah. <laughs> Although if I, I saw Mike Weir at the advice. golf course and he was like move back a foot, I'd be like, no, sir, you are wrong. <laughs> Mike Weir, Mike Weir did win <laughs> the Masters. He won them. Whatever. He, he still won the Masters. That was 20 years ago. It's like people who <laughs> are still hung up on the Leafs in 1967. That's true. Like, I whatever. Know. I feel like I feel like Weir's like he's still in the game, but he lost. Did he lose his tour card? I don't know. I think that might have been a rumor. I mean, he, he makes some wine now. That, that he's got that. He sucks too. <laughs> like he can't do anything right. He gets one thing right and everything he, just goes he peaked, to shit. He peaked at the Masters and it's just been downhill instead of peaking at like, high you remember school. The Canadian, yeah, instead of peaking in high school, he peaked at the Masters. Which I mean, I'd rather peak at the Masters. He, than high yeah, that's a few million, <laughs> million. That's dollars. a few million dollars and a couple and a green jacket. But um, <laughs> no, he 
Do you remember that one time at the Canadian Open? I think it was over here, actually. Or no, it was, sorry, Glen Abbey. Glen Abbey, okay. And he was in the lead, and it was on, like, 17, and he had to hit over that lake. And he fucked or, up. And he, yeah, he put it in the river, like, four or five times in front of the... It was the... It was, like, the, the, the end of the fairway, a river, and then the green. I I, I was gonna say the pressure god film, but it's the Canadian Open. It's the Canadian... <laughs> I could've won the Canadian Open. Like, okay, he... At, at Augusta, at the Masters, right. he shot... What was it, 84? I don't know. That's Or 82 bad. or something? That's... I am... Like, I'm not a good golfer. But I'm confident, like, I shoot, over around here, I shoot between, like, 82 and 86. I'm confident that at Augusta, I could shoot, like, a 95. Yeah, break 100. Yeah, I could break 100 at Augusta. I, I'm very confident in that. Because, realistically, the greens are bigger, they're more receptive, the fairways are way easier to hit out of. If you hit the rough, you're fucked, but I mean, and, and I, I'm still very confident that I could hit, I, I, I may be wrong, I may shoot 140, but I don't think it's, like, I, I think it's really hard to shoot 15 under, on the weekend and play from the tips. Yeah. But I think if we played from normal tees on a normal day, yeah. I, I'm i fairly certain I could break 100. And you know but what? he's not that far off. They get practice before. They get a exactly. week of practice, too. Yeah. So getting the speeds of the if greens If you, you give me a week of practice at Augusta, I guarantee a week of practice, I could beat 95. I'm very confident. I think I could beat, like, 105. You can, you can hardly beat 105 here. Uh, I'm joking. Okay, you're better now. That's pretty bad. No. But, but like... I, I feel like the course is a lot longer than what we, we would expect. But, well, if we were to play from normal length. So, if we were to play from, let's say, what's, what's Shadok, like 7,000? Yeah. If we were to play from the equivalent of 7,000 Okay. Over the there. greens are probably, like, very, uh, like, lots of break, very fast, so that But, would again, be... give me a week of practice. True. You know what I mean? If you if you put me there on the first time, I'm going to blow my putts past, because I'm used to yeah. the slow greens here. Yeah. But I, I'm fairly confident that I could shoot 95 with a week of practice at Augusta. And he shot an eighty four, and he split, and he won the he won the tournament. Mind you, most of the pros are shooting like 60, yeah. 65. So like that's impressive. That's the thing, right? Like it's very very impressive. But I'm talking Mike Weir. So like at our level, the room for improvement is yeah, I'd say uh, a lot more than than what Mike Weir could do. Yeah, <laughs> just because he's already struggled. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he's already he's like, already like, having like really the only difference between Weir and me is his consistency. <laughs> he just consistently doesn't chunk balls. But, like, he can't make fucking putts. He can't put the ball anywhere close. I he think that's, that's the deciding factor in, in, in pro golf right now is putts. Yeah, I, I'm... Yeah. Because they can all sh- drive 300 yards. Yeah, everyone can drive. Everyone. I think it's the consistency of your putts and and your... Your approach. Your approach. That approach is you so important. You have to boring. be putting the ball close. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't, you can't be too putted. No. And not even and not all the time. You have to consistently be putting it within ten, fifteen feet. Who I, I forget was it? Uh, fuck! I, I said one guy yesterday. Uh, the stat was he missed one putt. Oh, Kisner, Kisner, one of the guys in the playoff missed one putt out of uh, within ten feet on eighteen holes. That day, yeah, that day. That's nuts. That's, That's essentially sinking seventeen one putts. Yeah. Well, I mean. Putts within ten feet. He could have three putted to ten feet and then made the ten footer. Fair enough. That's the thing. But right? so he still was in the playoffs, so he obviously didn't do. Oh that. yeah, yeah. Right, but but even then, you're most likely ten two putting twenty five foot putts, which is exactly what you want to do. Yeah. Like if you're if you're outside of fifteen feet, two putts or I ten think, feet. Okay. Uh, with within, I'd say within maybe seven or eight feet, you got to be making those. I mean, ten feet's still quite a putt. It is. Like even a five foot, especially putt on those putt. greens. Yeah, because they're going every which way. Shit. Yeah. But I mean, if you're two putting within twenty five feet, I think you're gonna have a good weekend. That's that's the thing. Yeah. Like that's where it's it's all golf is all consistency. See, Weir, all right, he's 
like at least the last time I watched him play, he's yeah, it was the I watched him for like six holes maybe, but he's thirty five feet off his approach. He's in he's in the fringe. He's in the rough, close to the hole, but he's just not he's within. Not hitting those greens. Yeah, he's not within a distance where you can make make a play. I, you got to be under GIR, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you, right? you want to compete, yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm fairly confident I could shoot. Well, let's talk about Tiger for a sec. Tiger okay. had a, a big breakup with Lindsey Vaughn. Poor guy, I feel so bad for him. But like, I don't feel that bad for him. He's probably gotten laid like twelve times. Yeah, I agree. But his golf game showed like he was struggling. Yeah, you know what? Uh, when they when they interviewed him afterwards, and he was like, "It's been a tough weekend for me," and you know whatever, he was really really upset by it. I'm thinking, here's a guy who's got everything in the world. He's got all the money. He's got all the green jackets. He's got everything. Every <laughs> major every jackets. major tournament you could win. Guy's a bajillionaire. He has all the records. Yeah, and he's and he's sad. He's a regular and he's, guy. And he's, yeah, it's, it's it's these guys are human, man. It's not like that, that was like Rory. Rory McIlroy had some trouble with. I was golf so happy game. when he broke up with that bitch. Broke up with the tennis bitch. I don't know who who it was. Carolina Wozniacki. But his he, he shot right back to number one. <laughs> well, because he was screwing. He, he Caroline Wozniacki, even though she's an athlete, was the equivalent to Jessica Simpson and Tony Romo. <laughs> you just you start dating. Everything's about her, and you forget about your golf game. Yeah. And I, I that, that's what I had read somewhere. Somebody was saying, like, a close friend of Roy McIlroy said he didn't care about golf. He just cared about her afterwards. And then I think when they... Somebody must have gone to him and said, hey, bro, smarten up. Yeah. You know, you're poisoning one of the best in the world. Get the wake of golf. Yeah, figure it out. Which is what I would hope you guys would do. So eventually when I'm on tour with my 95s at Augusta. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever make the tour, I will drop everything and caddy for you for the rest of my life. That's a deal. All right. You got a deal. See, funny thing is, he'll never make the tour. Love you. Funny thing is, I would never listen to one putt you read for me. <laughs> it's about fifteen feet left. Yeah, I'm gonna hit straight. <laughs> hey, I I can I can teach a good swing. I can read a pretty good putt. You're, I just you're, can't you're execute. An, you're an enigma. Yeah, you you are. Like you just you know everything. You're you're usually right on. Like all all your putts, you're you're pretty much online almost every time. It's either, or just, it's either way it, past or I way it. short. Or or I get the line right and I just fuck, fuck completely miss the speed. Yeah, like you're, <laughs> yeah you're you're normally pretty, you're it freaks me out. But those some of those times where you're on though, like I remember the one day when we were at Shadok, I think and you're putting. I think you made, like five or six like ten fifteen putters, putters, and I was like, <laughs> doesn't happen often, but it has happened. It has happened, and, and I'm it, proud of that. It's it enough. I, I have to admit, you've gotten much better at golf in the last like two years. Yeah. There was one point where we were far and a, far and a beyond ahead of you. Yeah, and I I mean I started golfing before all of you probably. Yeah. I was golfing oh, when I was before. when I was like five, six, seven. I didn't start till whenever Tiger Six came out. <laughs> Two thousand six. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I don't yeah. even think it was. I think it was after that too. No, because I bought Tiger Seven when it came out. So yeah, it was 06, 06. when I started golfing. So I mean I've had a lot of practice, but I I. Like at one point, I was probably thirteen. I couldn't get the ball off the ground, and you guys were were just starting and and got got ahead of me. So, yeah, I. Uh, when you're a natural born athlete like me and the boys are, oh man, you know. Now it's... let's let's take this debate right here for we got a few more minutes. Um, natural born athlete, I think that's complete bullshit. I think anyone has the the potential to be an athlete. No, and I'll tell you why. All right. I've seen you play other sports. 
You're you're decent. At, Go on. Okay, let me. I'll hear you. You're, you're, you're hear decent you. at every sport. Like you could you can play. But like when me, Morisudi, Tom, even Graf, we play other sports and we're just. I'm sorry. I don't want to be mean, but like we're just naturally better than okay, you. Okay, let, let's take a a, a a wider viewpoint then. So these guys who, who he just listed, our buddies, they all grew up in team sports. They grew up playing hockey. They grew up playing soccer. Yeah. Rep. So higher higher level. I played house league soccer. I played house league basketball. I, I did all the all the team sports. Never really excelled. I excelled in a sport that is individual. I was pretty much the best in the building uh, where I trained for, for, for martial arts, for karate, for fighting, for boxing, whatever no, no, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like growing up in an atmosphere constantly with a team, yeah. constantly being around uh, you know, that, that group of people helps you. So now, when we're 10 years later, pick up a soccer ball, pick up a basketball, yeah, yeah you guys can... Okay, what's a sport we've both never played like officially? Tennis. I bet I'm better than you at tennis. I don't think so. I think it's just you and me. I think we can. We're either pretty even, or I can move around the court a little faster. Okay, baseball. We both played one level of baseball, beer league baseball. All right. I bet I'm better than you at baseball. I don't know. I'm pretty versatile. I was playing outfield. I was pitching. I was batting. I was pretty much a designated hitter for my team. Mind you, I played with a bunch of girls. So did I. I can't say shit. I don't know. It just. uh, Yeah. Okay. I guess. I guess. I get where you're coming from. Like I've played like the sports that we were talking about. I've played, but. I, okay, I think if we were to have trained at the same place that whole time, I think I would have moved quicker than you would have. Man, I was a black belt when I was 10, buddy. Well, that's what I mean, but if I had done that as well, I think I would have been, because we are natural athletes, you know what I mean? Okay, let's say if you had played hockey, we, me and you had played hockey our whole lives together. Okay. Say, right? I think I would have, like we had done the exact same training, I think I would have picked it up faster than you okay and I, I I don't think it's I don't think it's a, a level of skill I think it's a, a, a level of picking it up just like if we do math we could both do math together all the time but I think you would understand it quicker than I would just the way it, the, yeah it, I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a level of skill I think it's a level of how fast you pick it up okay and how fast you learn what about let's let's take let's take me and Tom Tom okay. and I buddy of ours never played hockey in his life ice hockey I'm talking ice hockey because yeah. he schools me in ball hockey I accept that yeah. now Tom can't skate no I started skating pretty young, but never in a hockey type yeah. of skating. Yeah. I played started playing hockey what last year. Yeah. Who do you think can play hockey right now? Ice hockey versus me and Tom. Ice hockey. If you were to put a team together, who takes the advantage on that? Me or Tom? If you can't skate in hockey, you can't get anywhere. All right. And you play on a team, you're so Tom has the the, the sense for hockey. I think he understands the game. He's, he's I think he, the plays. Yeah, he, he would know more where to be right. and when to do things and and that kind of stuff. But I think if, in hockey, if you can't skate, like he, you'll be able to beat him to every puck almost. You right, know what I mean? Right. And like I can stop before balance. the boards. Yeah, you can, you can stop before the boards. Like it's, that so then, thing. the argument says, Tom's the natural athlete, I'm not. How come I was able to excel in ice hockey where Tom couldn't? Because you can skate. But why can I skate? I'm a natural athlete? No. Then how, how do I learn to skate? How do I excel in that's, skating? That's a skill you have to learn. Okay, Tom's had like 20 years to learn how to skate. Yeah, but he never has. That's the thing. Like, he... like. Like you, like your dad took you skating. Did you ever do skating lessons? No. No, okay, so well, you learned how to skate through the years, right? Tom, I don't think ever did. You know what I mean? Like It's a Polish thing? I think so. Uh, he, he, he was, he's better at tying knots. We learned that. <laughs> um, from Polish scouts. But, 
No, I, I really think that if Tom had started at the same time as you and learned at the same rate, Tom would have picked it up faster. You think so? Yeah, I think so. Alright. You know what? It doesn't matter anyways. I pride myself on being the smart one of the group. You're... You know facts. <laughs> I love facts. You are by far the dumbest one in the group, uh, but you know facts. I disagree with that. I highly agree with myself. Okay, let's just... I'll, I'll just give you an example. Today, I, I woke up and I saw a riddle... Or not a riddle, like a little pro- problem uh, on something I was reading last night. Woke up, solved the problem. Would you guys ever do that? No, I wake up... I... I put on Sports Center. I was gonna say PG thirteen. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's exactly what I stopped myself from saying what I usually do in the morning. But I wake up, put on Sports Center, Leafs lunches on at noon. I don't do riddles. No, I don't know. I, I, I like to challenge myself. I guess I guess challenging well, yourself. Yeah, you certainly a, are challenged. Oh, that is... that, there it is. <laughs> All right, so I, I think I think that's a debate to to be continued. The natural athlete. The natural athlete. I, I, I'm intrigued now. I want to do some research and, and, and see, like, a, a consensus. Of I would love to do our own little thing on this. Like, pick something that we both have never done, ever. And, and just test it out. it up the fastest. But it can't be, like, one time. It's got to be, like, over, like, a six-month period. And we got to, like, say we do it once a week for six months. Yeah. At the end of the six months. So, so keep everything as equal as possible. Yeah. Any, any weird... We could, we could pick up cricket. Cricket's too much like baseball. True. Like, I'm thinking, like... Croquet. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even know what we could do. It's tough. Like we, we, we're pretty versatile. Like, we play. We play a lot. The thing of is, too, though, like, like golf's not. Like it's an athletic sport, but it's not overly like. Like, 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 like if we were to let's say we were to play soccer together, right? Like, I'm, I haven't played soccer in years. Like, I'm probably terrible at it now. But that's a sport where, like, you know, you've got more endurance than me, but I, like, I weigh more than you. You can put the ball where you want it. I can't. Yeah, I, I can kick better, but you, you're fast. I don't know if you're faster than me. I'm 100% faster than you. Are we going to race? Okay, I, got, I already got to race Tom. Okay, uh, 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 ra- race me, because you're going to lose to Tom, but race me. In four no, kilometers, no, 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 I think no, no, I will no. smoke Tom. Oh, in, you, you fuck me in four kilometers, too. I wouldn't make it half a kilometer. I'll fuck but, you in 400 meters, buddy. You want to do it? Yeah. You want to do it right now? Oh, uh, not right now. I don't have my running shoes, but I'll do it in bare feet. That would hurt. I don't care. I'll beat you in bare feet. Alright, but before we go out to the mall there today, we're going we to race. race because I guarantee I'm faster than you. Alright, I'm, I'm interested now. Okay. I, I got a pair of running shoes. You I've seen it. you run. I've seen you run. It is not pretty. I've been training for the last two months now. Two and a half months. Have you been speed training? I run around 12 kilometers an hour for 3K. That's, that's not That's not speed training though. But that's fast. That's not burst training. Alright. I bike. That's burst training. Yeah, but it's different. It's not running. When I'm sprinting on a bike and going about 55 kilometers an hour, I do burst training in my car, but I can drive faster than you. <laughs> <laughs> no, <I'm> like, <laughs> all right. So yeah, well, okay, we'll bring the results next week. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm interested. Probably gonna smoke you. I don't know. I used to be as fast as Graffy. Used to. It's been a long time, but I still weigh the same. It's been a long time. I weigh the exact same. Uh, I was I was way better. I was way I was in way better shape then. I think everyone can say they were better shape in high school. Except Leanne Myers. You're really dropping names. Oh, like she's ever going to listen to our podcast. But I can't say jerking off on the podcast. <laughs> jerking off. See? It's fine. No one's ever going to listen to it. <laughs> That's funny. I can say fuck, but I can't say jerking off. on the, your, your, your values of PG-13 <laughs> are weird. 
<laughs> and we had this conversation last uh, on my our, on the video. Yeah, what, what, did you, what did video. you let me say? Happy Easter, motherfuckers. Yeah, but you wouldn't let me say. Uh, I don't know. God, what was it? <laughs> oh, you wouldn't let me talk about putting a horseshoe up uh, Tom's ass. Uh, no, we said that. We said that. It was, you it, was, you it was something ruthless. No, it was the it was about the I was going on about the horseshoes and how far they up up each other's asses. <laughs> how, how far, far did they, they put they put the horseshoes each, other up each other's horseshoes. asses? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, I guess we just let the cat out of the bag. There, this is no longer. We're gonna have to put the explicit That's sign on That's iTunes. Good. This isn't YouTube, so not too bad. Well, just you can still put shit that swears on YouTube. Oh no, I do it all the time. You but, can still talk about. But like, I had a, could, I had a rep to maintain in that. We can talk about sodomy on this. I mean, <laughs> don't put the explicit. Thing I on really the don't want to talk about. Well, sodomy. I, I don't. I don't expect us to have a conversation about it. Like I have nothing. I have nothing to offer. Are you sure? Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I, like, I'm not 100 percent sure, but I'm pretty sure. I might know. A little, I might know a thing or two about a thing or two, but. Oh God. Not so much about receiving. All right, so I think we've learned some some stuff today. Yeah, it's kind of weird today. A little weird, but hey, yeah. uh, stick around. Next next podcast coming at you in a couple of days, three, four, five days, probably tomorrow. <laughs> we got nothing to do. I, yeah, I, <laughs> I have nothing to do anymore. All right, well, thanks for listening, guys. Oh, how long? We're at? Uh, yeah. one minute. Hey, that's a time. It was a good one. That is a time. All right, catch you next time. See ya. <laughs>